Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. The opinions and statements voiced by our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this network. Enjoy the shows. You are listening to WBHM, digital broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk only on Paranormal Experience Radio. Broadcasting live, live, live out of Birmingham, Alabama. This is Ghost Talk with 187PI. Sit back and prepare yourselves for an adventure into the paranormal world with host Shelly Robertson and 187PI Research Team. Ghost Talk is broadcasting live from Ohio's most haunted jail. Learn about their ongoing research at the jail and abroad, investigation techniques, and their personal encounters. Here is your host of Ghost Talk and 187PI founder, Shelly Robertson. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Talk Radio with me as your host, Shelly Robertson. And tonight, I'm going to have a very exciting show for you. I've got a special guest, the Voice of Fate Magazine Radio and Paranormal Experience, Kat Hobson. Welcome, Kat. Hey there. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love being with you on the air. I love it, too. And, you know, I think sometimes you don't get to be on the other end of the (laughs) mic so often. So it's really good to have you on. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about some, um, you know, the coffee house of the paranormal, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that would be... A great name for a show. Yeah, yeah, it would. Where you just, you know, um, have a lot of people on together and you just talk about all all things. Yes, everything. Just whatever comes, whatever comes. It would be new and exciting every week. (laughs) Well, I am just cool with that. Right. So. Let's talk about some haunted places. Ooh, this do. Which one should we start with? Well, what is your most recent haunted place you've been to? Oh, well, that would be simple. That would be the old Paulding Jail in Paulding, Ohio. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most recent one that I've actually done work in. Is it? It, it is. It, when I when you was with me up there in September, that's the most recent, huh? It is because, you know, I went from there. I did a, a lecture down with uh, Crypticon down in Orange Beach, Alabama, which was so much fun. 
I actually spoke on UFOlogy, and that was that was something new for me. Usually when I speak, I speak on the paranormal. But then it was girls' trip, and I focused a lot on left foot, right foot while I was down there. So then came home, and it was grandbabies, and they made me sick. Oh my goodness! Yes, and you so were now I'm well. You were sick for a minute with all those medications. They tell everyone the great cough syrup. I still get a kick out of that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Y'all will never believe this. If anybody ever tries to give it to you, say no. My cough medicine, if I'm lying, I'm dying, was Ninja Cough. C O F F. And apparently it's all the rage in the, you know, drug salesman circles. <laughs> yes. And it was definitely interesting. I mean, I was just shocked. I didn't believe there was really a medication called that. That it was so funny to me. Well, I'm gonna tell you, they made me use a syringe to take it because oh they my were gosh. so Yes, they were so adamant, do not take more than this. Do not take more than this, you know, in one day. So I was a believer. And finally, I just absolutely said, I'm not taking this anymore. This is, this is yuck. It made me feel worse than being sick. And I hate feeling worse than being sick. So anyway, Ninja Cough, not your friend. Do not take it. Right, right. The ninja got a hold of you. The <laughs> <laughs> ninja whipped my butt. <laughs> so, yes, that is definitely not something to do. But, um, and then, you know, we have the holidays coming up. We had Thanksgiving, now Christmas. And so I really haven't been out and about as I should have been. But I'm planning to change that because... You know, we all know losses in my backyard, right? Absolutely. So I am, I am going to go up there. I, I met with a woman there. It did not go well, but um, because they're not wanting to invite the paranormal community in whatsoever. <coughs> Unfortunately for that attitude, but fortunately for paranormal investigators the world over, that is a national historic landmark and it is free Uh and you can go all day long during their hours of operation they are um i'm hoping that when they realize just how well respected they are because you know sloss furnace would not even still be they wouldn't have any attention it would still be in the shape it was in without the paranormal community Yes, yes, it would. And, you know, I I do got to say that a lot of places are actually benefiting a little bit as far as rehab and restorations due to letting people come there and experience paranormal activity. Well, you know, there's absolutely no reason to not do that you know they have uh, they have one once a month historic tours at night oh, and nice 
Mm, yeah, it is nice, but I don't think that that's going to quite serve the purpose. If you've never investigated there, that place is so active. So active that it's just, it is a real boss. Of course, I prefer to investigate it during the day. Because you can actually, if you're in the tunnels, you can see what's happening around you. I've, I've gotten my best evidence there during the day. Because spirits are not, you know, necessarily nocturnal. And I totally agree with that because I think from my experiences, different places, not just only at the jail, I think that the spirits carry on some of their same routines as they did in the living. And most people are daytime people, you know? Yes. And I get some of the best evidence during the daytime and morning hours, too. Mm-hmm. Well, people are showing up for work. The inmates are being awakened and fed. There's, you know, in reality, even if you're dealing with a stone tape theory, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not, if it's not conscious activity, which Paulding Jail has conscious activity. Sloss has conscious activity because they will interact and directly answer questions. Yes. So I've had that happen at both places. And <coughs> it just is amazing to me that there's so much communication. Well, and you know, I think that it's just like you and I, if we go someplace, we're going to interact with the people around us you know that there are shy people who don't but a lot of people they will talk to whoever's there and i think it's the same in the afterlife everybody likes to have some human interaction you know and i i think that's why when you approach it not in a provoking manner you get further and they're more apt to communicate with you more. That's what I find. Well, I agree. You know, and if if you do something, particularly in your facility, not that I would have any firsthand experience with this whatsoever, (laughs) but if you do something, even unwittingly, that is perceived as, as disrespectful, or just thoughtless, it is it's really going to bite you. And, 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 I, and they knew me. They knew yeah. who I was. They knew why I was there. And we have a question in chat about the little background of the spirits <coughs> at Paulding. You want to give just a little bit of one? Well, we have... Um, We have a jailer, and his name is Gus, and he he makes his rounds. He walks the catwalks. You can hear him jingling his keys. Sometimes he talks to us in Spanish, and I cannot speak Spanish, so I always have to have those translated. 
Mm-hmm. But what I, I really love it when we get folks that come to the jail for an investigation and they speak a little bit of Spanish. And that has prompted Gus to talk back in, in, in Spanish. And it's, it's, it's thrilling, actually. I mean, you cannot tell me that is not intelligent, you know? Well, it's like it's lost when I was asking who was walking the catwalk above me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was definitely EVP. I did not hear this until I was doing my review. I had three different voices respond. The first one said, bad customer. And then a few minutes later, this little guy said, yeah, <laughs> And then the... um. There was a really slow, deep voice that said, bad customer, eat poop, except not that word. And I was just, I was standing there beside myself. I've never had three voices interacting with one question there. You know, that was unusual. That international flair, it makes me, because I I talk about some international hauntings and places Mm -hmm. and it, I, I do want to take some trips, Kat, and maybe we can go together sometime. I want to see. I'm not if, going to that Japanese suicide forest with you. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know that's on my bucket list. That yeah, but so that's on not on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will make it there one day. But I'm talking about just other uh, some other country where they don't speak English. And I'm curious as to what the interactions will be. Well, you know, one thing that we could do would be to go somewhere like Jamaica, Mm -hmm. where the cash house is that's supposed to be haunted. I'm Uh down for a cruise. But you also have, um, you know, Scottish Paranormal, our friend Rick McCollum goes and investigates with them every year. And um, it's very different to investigate there than it is here for one thing if you go into a ruin and you get hurt that's just too daggum bad a lot of those places belong to the national trust and you know frankly they're not going to do anything i mean you chose to go in it was obviously derelict oh well right but by the same token you can go and investigate places that you come across and I think that because with the the brogue and stuff I think that I was just talking to someone today about you know do you think that I would be able to understand the accent well enough to do a good interview I would never want to do less than my best work right and um it was It was something else. I think I'm going to try that because, you know, there's places that they're the only way to get there. And um, it's just interesting. And I'm going to let people know there is a chat room. There's two. We have our Spreaker chat room. And we also have, so if you're using Spreaker, if you're mobile, then, you know, that's a good chat room for you. And it's monitored. 
We also have the WBHM-DB.com chat room. And for whatever reason, everyone but me can type there. And I'm the admin, so go figure that out. Um, If you want to hear directly from me in chat, you're going to have to run through Spreaker. However, Shelly and Denise and Hey Carl are in the WBHMDB chat. And so you can communicate there and I will still see everything. I just can't respond in typing. Well, so my apologies. that makes me wonder. I, I don't have any um, non-English speaking international ghost hunting friends. Do you, do you have some like that, Kat? I do. And have you talked with them about, you know, I all have of their actually, work and stuff? I, I have actually... Not, because I get a lot of people, I mean, you do too, we get a lot of people reaching out to us from different countries who want to, because of what we do, they do also interact on different social media. And so I always check. I don't just add someone. But I have an issue if all you can, if all I'm seeing on your, your feed is Arabic or Spanish or Italian or German, if you're not bilingual and I am monolingual, (laughs) it's, you know, it's, um, and I will try to use a translator to get the information and communicate with them too, because I have a lot of people on my paranormal experienced Facebook page who are international listeners and i love it i totally love it but we use translator like i will type what i want to say to them in google translate and then post it in a message on my um on my page and it really it really is interesting because Sometimes I don't think Google Translate works. And um, I think that's pretty nifty. I really do. Yeah. Because they'll let me know, oh, you, sh- you should just type it in English and we'll translate it in Google. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and um, I am just so lucky to have all those people because... It is a community. Yes, it is. And um, I think that Vincent has found some really great new gadgets. And so he was telling me about these headphones and these earbuds that can translate different languages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In real time. Yes. I mean, so just boom. They're amazing. So I'm pretty excited about that because we would have to have those. Absolutely, absolutely. But the thing is, will they understand English or will we need to? It just makes me wonder if the spirits like, let's say, in France, 
would understand what we're saying in English or do we would we need a translator to speak you know what we're asking we would need a translator um i was skeptical of ghost hunters international yeah because you can't walk into you've know, led the impaler's house and say Hey, Vlad, what's up, dude? Right? <laughs> because oh, that's just that not, yeah. So, so cool and, to go there. <laughs> <laughs> you have to respect their homeland. Yes. So, and is it okay if I say it's time for a break? I was just about to cut <laughs> you off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. So we have and, questions over on the speaker side. And thank you for posting the link listening link over on the WBHM side. So there you go. And with that, I'm going to tell you, we'll be right back after this short break. You are listening to Ghost Talk Radio on WBHM-DB. You are listening to WBHM, digital broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live, live, live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, come on. I'm Southern, but... Um... Nope. That'll do. Hello, I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHN Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p. Eastern here on WBHN Digital Broadcasting. To the believer, the evidence is overwhelming. To the skeptic, there will never be enough. Hello everyone. Join Kevin and Jennifer Malik, the host of Paraversal Universe, every Friday here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Also heard on WCET-FM and The Rift. Log on or tune in as they check out the mysteries found within the eight categories of the unknown and unexplained, including ghosts and haunted places, aliens and UFOs, theology and mythology, cryptids and monsters, urban legends and folklore, conspiracies, metaphysics, and forbidden archaeology. Listen as Kevin and Jennifer interview the top minds in their respective fields as they share theories and information regarding these unsolved mysteries. For future show and archive information, one can find Paraversal Universe on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe under various Paraversal Universe headings. So, for excellent talk radio about the unknown and unexplained, check out Paraversal Universe, where all paranormal perspectives apply. 
Brought to you by the Northern Wisconsin Paranormal Society, LTV, and produced by WBHMTV.com. Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is 23 minutes after the hour. My. Welcome back to Ghost Talk Radio. With me is your host, Shelley Robertson. And I have a special guest tonight, and that's Kat Hobson. And before the break, we were discussing some haunted places and some experiences. And if you would like to join in in the conversation, you can join us in the Spreaker chat or the chat room at wbhm-db.com. And you can ask us anything you like. So we were talking about the translations and, and, and international um, hauntings. And what I find interesting is I have seen some um, ghost hunting shows that have talked in English. And that mm-hmm. is kind of, it just makes me wonder if that's far-fetching or not, you know? Well, I will say that I got a message from um, from Carl. He says, spirits understand any language. We get several languages from Echo Vox 3. And I try not to use apps because I, I never trust them. Yeah. So because everything is programmable and you're being triangulated, whether you have airplane mode on or not, it's trying to triangulate you. So like if you're at the prison, Mm -hmm. then things happen that are prison related. You know, I actually, as much as it drives me completely bonkers, I will use an SB7 before I will use an app. And I, I can't stand white noise. So I really prefer to do an EVP session with just my recorder. So, and I usually have video cameras running too. And I absolutely get um, good stuff. Even if I'm running a video recorder, I actually like that because, you know, it's validation if I'm getting it on two separate pieces of equipment. Because I do carry a rig that has my camcorder, has a uh, voice recorder usually strapped on the top as well. And I'm covering some pretty different bases, I think. Yeah. Well, we had a question in chat, okay? And I think um, from Sherry and... Mm -hmm. She's asking how big Paulding is. It's quite tiny. It's not even a city municipality. It's a village. Um, the county itself is big, but the town is a very small farming community. Um, pretty Gorgeous, close, though. Yeah, close-knit community. And um, everybody's actually pretty nice. And she's, Sherry's wanting to know favorite experiences we've ever had. 
Have we investigated other places where we've had awesome experiences? And I will say, golly, gee willikers, I've been so many places. How about you, Kat? Oh, yes. You know, I think one of my favorite places was the Pensacola Lighthouse because the person I was investigating with had come up with a fantastic idea. It was, unfortunately, something that you couldn't follow up with someone that was answering you, but it was a great tool. And that was having questions on a recorder running and having a separate recorder running as well so that you could pick up the answers to the questions as it was live. And we got some incredible evidence but you could tell that they were very frustrated because you know one of the questions was did you or anyone that you loved die here and the EVP was mom and dad oh and then yeah because the recorder is quiet waiting on answers and the voice goes mom and dad and then um, a third time, it was like, Mom and Dad. Huh. Right? That's so, and you know, I've ha- I had that happen to me at Caraway Hospital here in Birmingham, where I was using an SB7. I didn't hear the response because I struggle with white noise. I heard it when I was reviewing, yeah. and I couldn't go back. And my question had been, so did everyone here die of a heart attack? If you're still here, did you die of a heart attack? Uh-huh. And the response was a man who said, no, they shot me. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I didn't respond to him. And he sounded like he was in such anguish. And I can't go back because it was just a gift to be able to be there in the first place. Right. So it was, um, that's one of the reasons I do not like white noise machines because I cannot pick real time listening out of it. You know, I think, oh my goodness, I have been so many different places and all over many states, I would say. I'm partial to my own building just simply because I've made friends with the ghosts. I know it sounds crazy, but I I had some pretty crazy um, evidence from Waverly Hills. I will say that. Yep. See, I have not gone there yet. We should and work on that. I, I had some really... Great photographs, the great videos, the EVPs were off the chain at Waverly Hills. It's very, very, very haunted. (laughs) Is it scary haunted, though, or is it just haunted? I was not scared. Although I was. You don't scare easy with the average person that's been scared. Um, Quite possibly. I will tell you, though. Down there near the 
the, the hallway where the morgue is. Is that that got, death channel? Well, that's at the end of that hallway. But I will tell you, that hallway there that, that runs in front of the morgue, I was very, very startled there because, and I think this was a residual haunting, you know, that happens over and over and over. Something triggers it. But you get to a certain place in that hallway and you'll hear the hard-soled shoes the walking coming towards you. I mean, it's literally comes in front of you. And I jumped and back. I was so startled. And I'm like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. And that's when I, every time I tried it, I tried it a few times. It happened every time. So I'm like, there is a residual here and something triggers it when you're there. I don't know. It's so crazy. Well, I will tell you that you know, the times that I've spoken with the Booths and, you know, we're friends and I just love them. And Rachel, I hope you're healing really, really well. Um, Christopher said that that death tunnel is the only place, is the creepiest place he's ever been and the only place that has given him concern. Now, when I was there that night, I walked all the way to the bottom and... I think just the way the stairs are shaped and the steepness of them and everything, it throws the equilibrium off a little bit going mm-hmm. up and down them. But the night I was there, I had no activity. I didn't feel creepy. I, I had nothing happen in that tunnel, uh, in that death, in the um, body chute tunnel. Um it was in front of the morgue for me and on the fifth floor in the psychiatric ward and the children's ward. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. I will say that psychiatric wards appear to be very active, whether they are ancient or whether they are newly let go I mean there's all kinds of stuff and um, I think that's because mental illness often especially epilepsy which is was back in the day that was just you were considered possessed or something was horrid wrong with you or whatever but epilepsy is electric electrical in nature your your mind is misfiring your brain is misfiring and i think that so many people were literally locked away because of the symptoms of epilepsy and people not understanding it back in the day right right And it causes, you know, the seizures themselves cause more brain damage. So if you had someone at that period of time when there was not a lot of information and knowledge, then they would just keep getting weirder and weirder and more frightening and more frightening. And the seizures would grow that you could go from petite mall to grand mall. And so people just thought that, your possession was getting worse or, you know, I mean, there wasn't a lot of support. 
and it'll carry it'll carry over just like we're finding the personalities mm -hmm. they carry over and we had a, a um a question in chat from Joni and she asked where is this particular Paulding at and Paulding is in Ohio a little rural town and um we are close to the Indiana border and if you get a chance come and visit the jail there <laughs> the old jail <laughs> yes not the new jail because you don't want to get there. confused <laughs> and uh, we have another question is what of our favorite paracons to go to well um I do like Scarefest, but, I mean, it's turning more horror, mm -hmm. I think, now. And and I'm a big horror fan, and I'm a big fan of the, the serial killers and all the information about them. And so I have a good Not time. literally the serial killer fan, but the what creates them. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, way they, they, the way they think and the mistakes they make. And how they got caught. Like, I, I yeah, I'll, we have to clarify that, yeah, because I'm not like, you know, a Jeffrey Dahmer groupie or nothing like that. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm Southern, so when we say, oh, we could just eat you up, you're so cute, we don't really mean that. Hey, Lori Dorsey. Yeah, so... Lori, how you doing? And I, yeah. so I like Scarefest. It's fun. And since it I is am, fun. Since I am a horror fan, I've had a chance to meet a lot of my favorite stars. Um, but I'll tell you what I thought was a really great Paracon. And, and last year was my first time there. And I'm going back this year. And that was the Ohio State Reformatory um, Paracon. I thought that the paranormal team... Just, that puts that on just did such a great job it it was fantastic and there was a great mix of vendors and stars and things going on there i thought it was fantastic what well, about you cat i have always wanted to go to the up in michigan MI, the MIPacon? yes because I have never, in all the years that I have been involved with the paranormal, I have never heard anything but raves. And that is from attendees who are paying to go and meet people, as well as the people who are paid to be there. Yeah. Right? I have never heard one negative thing about that Paracon. Well, and I that's saying something. I wanted to attend as a vendor, you know, because I, I do that at places to let people know about the jail and all that. And you know what? There is a waiting list. And yes. I don't know, maybe put me down for 2024. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, there is a waiting list for that one. It's so popular. Well, for a reason. <clears throat> absolutely. Um, I mean, they are just absolutely, they must dot every I and cross every T there. It is, it is, 
the Paracon. Well, I'm still going to try and plug away and try to get a spot in there. And I won't be giving it up if I get it. But, um, you know, we're going to do a new one Mm -hmm. in West Virginia this this, uh, coming 2020 at the um, penitentiary. So I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Moundsville is supposed to be a great one. That's the one. That's the mm-hmm. one. Yep. So I yep. am kind of getting all excited and hyped up about that one. Um, but as far as any other, I would so be interested in going to one out west. I think that one would be very interesting. Which one? Well, I saw there's one. There was um, like... There's one going to be in, let me think now to get it straight. I think it's Utah I saw. Oh, yes, that was Utah. We were talking about that. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, I'd have to do some searching and pull some lists up, but I have been to a ghost town out in Nebraska and, um, oh, Lori just said Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas would be so. Viva Las Vegas. See, I could do the Paracon in Vegas and do Contact in the Desert down in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. Indian Wells, and then come back. I mean, they're everywhere doing Let another alien. I loved doing Alien Con. I'm just going to put that out there. That was because I was at the very first one. And even though it was a a cluster as far as logistics go, because they expected 3,000 people and they had 9,000 people in a very small venue, that was was a little bit much. But I still love that they do those things. And you you get the metaphysical and geophology and spirituality. All of that's cool. And Lori said she'll go with us. Yes. That's right. And you know something else. I tell you what. I go to Las Vegas. I am going to visit Zach's Museum. I've been there. It was amazing. I know. that. I really want to check that out. That would be pretty awesome for me. Yes. And I was not expecting that. And hopefully Zach will be working that day. (laughs) (laughs) And Jenny just said that she lost me. If you could um, maybe just ask her to refresh over in that, because I can't type in that chat room. But, you know, we are, we, I, I like anything. I'm going to have to cut cut you off again. So we'll be right back (laughs) with more ghost talk after this short message. You're on WBHM-DB. You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. A 
Oh, come on. I'm Southern, but... Um, nope. That'll do. Hello. I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hops Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experienced Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome back to Ghost Talk Radio. With me is your host, Shelley Robertson. And tonight I have the fabulous Kat Hobson with me. And we are talking about, you know, it's like the round table at the coffee house, a little bit of everything, all things paranormal. And we just got done talking about some paracons, ones we like, ones we'd like to go to. And we had um, Lori said she would like, she's in chat, and she would like to do some past life regression. What's your take on that, Kat? I actually was reading an article relevant to that this afternoon, and I didn't have the chance to finish it. You know, I spoke um, recently with Kathleen Martin, Uh who is a ufology um, experiencer, and her aunt and uncle were... Barney and Betty Hill and so she has generational relationships with alien experiences but she is also a hypnotherapist and she works with experiencers through MUFON she is their director of um, ERT therapy and I will have to go and look again at my notes on what that is but basically it's a therapy that's used for post-traumatic stress and it helps people to be able to do stuff. She can also, she does what is called quantum healing hypnotherapy and she takes it out, you know, takes you out of where you are and can regress you. She did that with my friend Calvin Parker, who had had um, an abduction, who had been abducted. He was on recently. And it's terrible because um, it's just all these things. And ostensibly, past life experiences follow through your current 
life, your current experience. Yeah. And if you had damage or had made a terrible um, decision, and I'm going to say, Joni, if you'll just, there you go, if you will just go through there, that will probably get you back. But if you, um, um, like if you suicided in a past life, whatever caused you to do that, whatever pain was flowing through you, you can, I've never done this, but I was reading today that, um, you can go back if you can do a past life regression and go back and heal or address what the problem was and then it's almost like a sea change going through the whole you yeah and I'm so if you like think what was wrong then <laughs> you're right now yeah let's have a do-over that would be great well you know it's it's not really a do-over it's a it's more of an adjustment mm-hmm. and I would not mind being able to go back in my current incarnation and fix things. So, but then you think about this, if you fix something, how much will that change everything else? Well, that's the, that's the quandary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, why it- time machines were supposed to be wonderful things. And you know what? Would I have my children? Would you I have my you husband? Don't you yeah. don't know. You absolutely do not know. You don't, in my opinion, you don't mess with the past. Because you know what? When you are in a different incarnation, then it's a growth experience. And I think, personally... Weighing in on this, I think that everything that happens to you and everything you go through, there's a reason for it, and it was meant to be. Yes. And I think everything of, works out the way it's supposed to. Yeah, and and some of them might not be that great of experiences. As a matter of fact, they may have been downright horrible, but there is a reason for it, and if you can take those experiences and learn what the meanings of them are what you know what are you supposed to take away from that you know yeah and they are all learning things they they every experience bad good they are learning experiences i've just so come to find this out over the years Well, and thank God for them, you know. Life lessons, that's exactly what they are. Life lessons, you know, instead of sitting back and saying, pity poor me, when something happens, you sit back and you say, what am I supposed to take away from this? And if you think about it logically, you know, you should, you know, be able to. Well, you know, Lori said over in the speaker chat, you hope you find peace and figure out what you're supposed to learn. Uh-huh. 
But if you if you don't or if if you're just not that into it, something doesn't go right for you. Can you make it worse? Well, I think if you fool around with with that, I mean, everybody is given free will and all of that. But I think if you do fool around with that so much to and go back and change what you were supposed to go through. I mean, I just wonder what comes of that. That's uh, that is really something to ponder. It It is because I've. And it's been a growth and learning thing all along the way. And my eyes really started opening up when I hit 30. And I think that's an awakening time. You know, you're like, God, I'm 30, right? And so you start <laughs> thinking about things more. <laughs> well, you know, that is something that um, I have never had a problem with a birthday. You know, you, you hear about people that do and like, when she turned 30, my sister locked herself in the bathroom and cried all day. And I did not know that until my nephew, you know, ratted her out. So that was a, that was a, um, something to ponder. And, and, you know, sometimes, you know, they, you, we talk about um, reincarnation, you know, and you, you meet somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, they, they seem like such an old soul. And maybe they are really an old soul. Like, um, Joni mentioned something in the other chat Mm -hmm. that, you know, we may come back. She said, we may come back to redo what we did wrong to make it right. And, you know, I think maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of it. But are you going to affect someone else's current reality with doing that? Well, you bring that forward to your your new life, you know, and I think that's where you get some of these people who seem like they're such old souls and maybe they really are. Maybe they just have, they're still in that learning phase. Well, I think that if you're here, you're still in that learning phase. That's, that's very good. And... Yeah. I also have been told that to be here is a choice by the people that do that kind of work. And, you know, I'm often shocked, right? I'm often shocked. I think that, um, I think that there are a lot of people that walk this planet who are going to be amazed at some of the choices they have to make later. Yes. And I am, I'm a Christian by faith. I'm a Christ follower. I try to be what he was. A peacekeeper, a teacher, a student, and someone who tries to change the world through love. And let and, me tell you, you do a good job because sometimes I get a little crazy. And, <laughs> and you're there to pull me back down. And 
and make me see a rationale and you do just that yes you do <laughs> well thank you but you do that too because everybody has their moments and you know i i have mine and some other people's moments sometimes <laughs> enough yeah. for all yes and you know sherry says that she believes there are people you run into and have an immediate bond with and you feel like you've known them forever and that's because you have. And you I'm know, a firm believer funny. in that. I, I think I, I don't think that you meet people by chance. I think you meet people for particular reasons and I think there's a purpose for everyone in your life. And sometimes, you know, like when you have breakups or you're no longer friends or something happens they fulfilled that part in your life that they needed to fulfill. And then it's over, you know? Yes. And, you know, I have had times, um, two in particular with individuals who mattered greatly to me when my life was not good uh-huh. and they died before I could let them know Life is pretty good. You know, it's, I had to go through things that I think were relevant to that. You know, you have to learn lessons. And there were some that I had to take ownership, but there was a lot that was not my choice. Right. You know, it was somebody else doing what they needed to do. Absolutely. Sometimes you're part of someone else's life learning experiences. Absolutely. And, you know, it's an interesting concept because I have friends who are Buddhists and I have a really hard time with, oh, well, this happened to you because you were a child abuser in a past life. So you had to learn about that. And I'm like, I don't think so, dude. (laughs) You know, it doesn't feel like this is mine. So, you know, it's just, um, but there probably is some truth to that. Not that I was a child abuser in a past life, but I mean that we have experiences or the people that we are interacting with had experiences that they're having to struggle through a lesson. And if they're fighting that lesson, then you get splattered with the leftover anger, fear, aggression, whatever, because they're fighting learning that lesson. They don't want to face a lesson. I've had lessons I would have preferred not to face incredible numbers of them. But you don't get the lesson if you don't do the work. Have you noticed, have you noticed, and anybody out there listening tonight, have you noticed that sometimes... This happened to me until I woke up one day, you know, one day it just all hits you. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you been through situations that were tough and similar, like over and over? Because maybe because I'm a hard study lesson. Yes. Yes. And it's like, okay, we have got to fix this. I'm supposed to take something away from this obviously (laughs) you know 
Yeah, and when it continues, um, when it continues to happen in your life, I agree. You know, you have to say, okay, this is on me because obviously I'm not coping. I'm not getting this. Why, why is this continuing to happen? What am I doing? And I do think that that is a reality. You know, Joni said that she thinks there are those who are so evil, they don't get a choice. They have to keep coming back. I would think. that might be true, too. That might be true, too. You know, you have to keep going back. And see, that's the reason I'm a Christ follower, because I am not a Christ. Because... When stuff like that happens, um, you know, in particular, at one point in my life, I opened an obituary page and there was someone from my past there. And without even thinking, I posted, you know, I don't know whether to be sad or to go find a grave to dance on. Yeah. And my grown up through my life that was constant responded and said, I wondered if you had seen that. (laughs) Right. I was like, yes, I did. And I had an inappropriate response and I am going to have to work on that because I do not feel forgiving and I have to be able to forgive to be able to move on. It's like, you know, with that folks, we'll be right back with more ghost talk. You are listening to Ghost Talk Radio on WBHM-DB. And we're going into extra because we can. <laughs> you come back. Another shooting at a military base. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. Military investigators say the gunman who shot and killed three people, wounding seven others before he was killed at Pensacola Naval Air Station this morning, was a second lieutenant in the Saudi Air Force undergoing flight training at the base. President Trump says he spoke to the Saudi king after the shooting. The king said that the Saudi people are greatly angered by the barbaric actions of the shooter and that this person in no way, shape, or form represents the feelings of the Saudi people who love the American people so much. The gunman was killed by police responding to the shooting. The FBI is the lead agency investigating and will determine whether the attack was terrorism-related. The investigation into Wednesday's attack at the Pearl Harbor Navy shipyard continues. Rear Admiral Robert Chadwick. Our focus remains on providing that needed support uh, to the families sailors and shipyard employees who have been affected by this. Investigators say the 22-year-old sailor was armed to stand watch at a submarine going undergoing maintenance and used his service weapons in the attack. He killed two civilian workers and injured another before killing himself. President Trump won't send anyone to represent him before the House impeachment inquiry. Fox's John Roberts says the White House counsel sent a letter to Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler. We don't see any reason to participate because the process is unfair. Speaker Pelosi has already announced the predetermined result. They will not give us the ability to call any witnesses. Meantime, congressional investigators will have to continue their legal fight to see President Trump's financial records. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg tonight placing a temporary hold on a lower court ruling requiring two banks to hand over records to congressional committees. America, 
is listening to Fox News. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's the problem growing businesses have because of a hodgepodge of business systems. One for accounting, another for sales, another for inventory. If that's you, you know it's a mess that takes up too much time and too many resources. And that hurts the bottom line. You need NetSuite by Oracle, the cloud-based business management software that gives you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance and accounting, orders, and HR instantly from your desktop or phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. Companies that use NetSuite grow three times faster than the S&P 500. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com slash fox. That's netsuite.com slash fox to download your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, netsuite.com slash fox. Iran's aggressive activity and recent civil unrest continues raising concerns from other nations. European officials saying today they could consider acting against Tehran for its stepped-up missile activity in contravention of U.N. sanctions. This, as the U.S. is now claiming, that possibly over a 1,000 people have been killed in recent unrest in Iran. And with new concerns about Iran's shipment of missiles in the Mideast region, the U.S. confirming it has intercepted a boat carrying what officials say could be missile parts destined for Iranian-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen. In London, Greg Palka, Fox News. A Los Angeles jury hearing a multi-million dollar lawsuit has found Elon Musk did not defame a British cave explorer when he called him pedo guy in an angry tweet. Vernon Unsworth, who helped in the rescue of 12 boys and their soccer coach trapped for weeks in a Thailand cave last year, angered the Tesla CEO by belittling his effort to help with the rescue as a PR stunt. A Michigan boy brings a crowd of friends to his adoption hearing. After living with his foster family for about a year, five-year-old Michael from Grand Rapids, Michigan, officially becoming adopted in a Kent County court. The child inviting his entire kindergarten class for support. One, two, three. Dozens of classmates cheering him on, waving paper hearts on wooden sticks. Michael's teacher setting up the memorable field trip. 37 children officially joining their forever families as part of the county's adoption day. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Hiring in the U.S. hit its highest level since January as employers added 266,000 jobs. The Labor Department says the unemployment rate dipped to 3.5 percent, down a tenth from October, matching a 50-year low. Wages rose 3.1 percent year over year. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News. This news report is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the cloud-based business management software that gives you the visibility and control you need to grow. NetSuite is offering their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com slash fox. Welcome back to Ghost Talk Radio. With me is your host, Shelley Robertson. And if you just tuned in, I urge you all to join us in chat at wbhm-db.com. Or join us in the Spreaker chat where you can join in on the conversation and ask us any questions you may have. And tonight, my special guest is Kat Hobson. And she has got, let me tell you, she is such a fantastic investigator. She's the voice of Fate Magazine Radio and Paranormal Experienced. And 
actually, she owns the network. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she's pretty fabulous. <laughs> and I have a lot of fun. And she has a lot of fun. That's right. And I'll tell you, um, golly, we have got so much exciting stuff we're planning for this this upcoming new year. And some of it we can talk about. Some of it we can't talk about. Um, what do you got coming up this year? What's your plans, Kat? Some of the things you're planning to do. Well, I am hoping to be out at contact in the desert and that was my very first um yepo spiritualist kind of experience that i was able to cover as media and i am forever grateful for that because i met so many people i had been studying ufology kind of on my own and um to get a chance to talk to some of the people who have done the things they've done or experienced the things they saw was breathtaking. You know, John DeSouza is someone that I interviewed him when his first book came out. He has three now. He is doing shows all over the place. He does stuff with, um, with George Norrie. He does stuff with all kinds of stuff with Gaia. And I got to meet him face to face. I got to talk with him and meet his wife, who is just amazing. Bella is somebody I like a lot. Um, you know, I was, I got to meet a lot of people that I had only interviewed. And I love when that happens because you can get more in depth face-to-face, and I mean, at one point, I was sitting around a fire pit with Giorgio Sikolos, um, Eric Van Doniken. It gets to be more personable. I'm sure it's it's quite thrilling. Yes, and, yeah, Travis Walton was somebody who was a very nice man. I don't know how he he copes with with all the things that he deals with, but he does. And he can play guitar. It was fun. We had a sing-along around the fire pit. But, you know, those were things that I would never, four years ago, five years ago, have dreamed I would experience. To get to participate in conversations, you know, there were so many people there that I just enjoyed them. Like, I am so interested in UFOs and all the information and stuff out there, but i got to give you some real props because I just cannot keep up with the ever-changing things they find and the studies that they're doing. You know, I, I did go out to a really little fun trip I did once, and, and I went out to Roswell and had the whole roswell experience in new mexico and that was just awesome (laughs) i can't even imagine i've never been to roswell really i've been to sedona i spent you know two days in sedona i would love to go there on an extended holiday i just think that um 
I actually had a chakra alignment while I was out there, too. That was a very special thing for me. Uh-huh. I, I enjoyed everything about it. And I, I think Roswell would be a lot of fun. It's something that, you know, there's no way I was going to try to go in the bureau run through dodging bullets. That was just kind of like, well, I, I, I am that. not going to swarm Area 51. It was Roswell experience. Everyone just embraces it in the, the whole alien thing and the museums and the shops and I, the people were so nice and I had a great time and some of the best Mexican food on the planet. Really? Yes. Um, I would, I would go back out that way. I really would. It was, it was fun. I like that because I didn't know if it would be just so commercial that you couldn't stand being there. Well, don't get me wrong. There is. Like, their McDonald's is shaped like a spaceship. (laughs) It really really truly is. It was the most... Okay, now that's fun. Yes, it was fun. It It was a very awesome sight. But, you know, some of it is commercialized. Like, they have an alien standing outside the bank building. You know what I mean? It's... It was a lot of fun. And the museums were so good. Informative. I... I I really enjoyed it. I truly did. Well, yeah, I love ufology. And it kind of took me by surprise. Uh And when I started talking to people who were involved in this, people that would be telling me about their abduction experiences and things of that nature, I wasn't sure what to think, right? And then I met Stanton Friedman. And I was very fortunate to call him my friend. He did not mind my ignorance as long as I was trying to fix it. <coughs> and right. and he knew I was because yeah. I, I think I asked more questions than he really wanted to answer. So. Right, right. <laughs> but well, he never minded. You know, sometimes I mean, he, that happens if if you need to know and you're trying to learn. I mean, you know. Well, he was the only physicist I knew that could just sit down and explain. I mean, period. Okay, this is what this is. And this causes this. And then the effect goes here. And then this. And throw money at it and get your butt out in space. (laughs) That's how we got on the moon. Just throw more money at it. Right. Money makes the world go round, and it also makes um, engineers happy. Right. So, I mean, you know. I, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm really interested in it. I've seen some strange things. I've had some strange things happen. I just, I, I need more education. <laughs> I think on it, you know. Yeah. And there's a lot to it. I mean, there is a lot to it. I didn't know because, you know, I kind of had to pick which way I wanted to go with this because um, 
you can get caught in the weeds really quickly. Oh, yeah. So where I wanted to go initially was with the science. Okay. And I am, I am someone who thinks that it's amazing that so many people are freaks for ancient aliens. I am one. So I can say, I can use that terminology. But (laughs) they, um, the concept of this show to bring this information forward was, you know, just to put it in the public venue. They are not saying whatever, you know, as Robert says, an ancient alien theorist say yes. You know, right, <laughs> it's so right. funny. Um, he's a, he's a good guy. And all of these people that work on that show are good people. I would venture to say I haven't met someone yet working on that show that I do not think believes in what they're doing. You know, I think. Um... They're serious. Lori, Lori Dorsey in chat says that her dad was an engineer for NASA on some of the Apollo missions. Now, that is quite fascinating because a lot of the astronauts have experienced some strange things. Yes, you know? they have and recently. Yes. And so that's, I'm wondering what kind of strange happenings maybe, you know, Lori's dad come across anything any stories to share Lori um like, you know my stepdad um was actually in the control room for the countdown of I believe it was Apollo 3 that burned on the launch pad oh terrible. and they had just changed because for the final part of the countdown it is supervisors and bosses that are doing that. Yeah. And I think that he was probably not having one regret that he did not have those earphones on. Yeah. And, you know, you have to, you have to admire the people that were working on these missions whether they're engineers, whether they're physicists, whether they're, you know, jet jockeys that are lucky enough and work hard enough and are special enough to become flying astronauts. You know, there's just such the creme de la creme of science involved in these programs. And I've got to tell you, when a scientist astronaut, astronomer, any Indian chief in any of those categories, right? Uh Says, we saw this. It was not that. You know, this is not true what they're putting out. Then, you know, that's who I'm going to believe. Right, because I right. think War of the Worlds was a test, and we failed miserably. Well, you know, um, it very well could be that. Absolutely. 
there's so much information coming to light and so much more that that we're finding out that could be right right there yeah you know the whole reason that there is noetic science is because one of the astronauts <coughs> looked back at earth and was like whoa there is a yeah. lot more you know at that point everything he knew everyone he knew period was on that ball beneath him uh-huh. and you know that just had to be a fascinating moment it, it was life altering for him so that was pretty cool you know um time though speaking of everything uh i guess it's time for a short break folks <laughs> and <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> we just get so carried away with what we're talking about and we do this in real life too like hours go past and by the time you know it, it's like oh my gosh we've been on here for two hours wow <laughs> <laughs> right And with that, folks, we will be right back after this short message. You're listening to Ghost Talk Radio on WBHM-DV. You're listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Several U.S. presidents are on record talking about the UFO mystery. Yep. Presidents Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, both had UFO sightings of their own, but the current presidential campaign might be the first in which UFO disclosure has been championed by a major party candidate. DIA, CIA, it moves around, is operating a program to train psychic spies to spy and use their powers against Russia. John Ronson writes about this in The Men Who Stare at Goats. The first known sighting of a ghost took place right after Abraham Lincoln was assassinated uh, in the late 1860s during the administration of Ulysses Grant. Project Paperclip, Clinton releases it all in 1998. Possibly the unequal cooling of its surface. I say to you, still think it's a meteor, Professor. I don't know what to think. The uh, metal casing is definitely extraterrestrial. It's a place where UFO hunters and scientists gather to examine paranormal activity in the region. Some of the documents, this is bringing Nazi scientists into the United States to work here. So we fought against the Nazis, and it's not, this again is not a revelation. As early as 1947, 1946, we knew some of this, right? On the paranormal, will we see U.S. President Barack Obama's foreign policy go intergalactic in a quest for gold stolen by aliens? We'll tell you at least how the White House responded to claims the chief executive has been teleporting to Mars. So let's get to today's capital account. UFOs. 
hauntings, psychic abilities, conspiracy, ESP, cryptozoology. There are many things that remain unexplained in the inexplicable world around us. And we're talking about them here, looking for answers on WBHM Digital Broadcasting, Birmingham, Alabama. The truth is out there. Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is 23 minutes after the hour. Welcome back to Ghost Talk Radio. With me is your host, Shelly Robertson. And tonight, I have the fabulous Kat Hobson here with me. And if you guys missed the first half of the show, no worries. You can catch it on Spreaker, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and there's a few others too. So wherever you are, we're there. Just look us up and you can listen to the archives at your leisure. Join us in chat. We've got some people in chat that's joining in on the conversation tonight. If you want to join in, share a story or two, join us in the Spreaker chat or in the interactive chat room at wbhm-db.com. Tonight it's been like kind of having coffee around, around the kitchen table. We've been talking about all kinds of different, everything paranormal and, We have touched on UFOs and some haunted locations and Paracons. And speaking of Paracons, I'm pretty excited because I'm going to go to that um, Gettysburg with you this upcoming year, Kat. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, I'm excited too. What is um, some of the great things that's happened for you at that, that, um, at the Gettysburg Battle Bash. I think that's what it is, right? Uh, yes. And I think that probably my favorite thing is I interview a lot more people from the paranormal, um, paranormal experience with Kat Hobson than I do on fate. Fate is geared more towards other topics. There will be a paranormal roundtable on the 15th with myself, Frank Lee, um, Butch Wachowski, and Pete Havland. So that's going to be a really interesting thing and not something I put on fate a lot. Right. Because that covers all topics. I mean, you have cryptid expert. You have Frank and I who co-founded the... um, American Noetic Sciences Research Study, or ANSWERS. So we've got that side covered. I have abilities that we're testing as part of that group, so that's going to be fun. But anyway, because of what I do, most of the people that do public or well-known, see all the things, on television and such, even the YouTube channels, are generally from New England. Yeah. That's been a lot. So, um, 
I get to see them and meet them and talk with them. And the very first year I went, um, the people from Deadlight, which is some of the best lighting. If you are a paranormal investigator looking for a good lighting system, uh-huh. Deadlight is the place to go. And they do not endorse me. I, I just endorse the daylight side of them because they are such nice people. I mean, they don't pay me, but they are such nice people. Their equipment is the bomb.com. You can get it for any application, use it in any application. They're good people. So that's awesome. But, you know, I met them and they had some new equipment. They were going out with, um, Robert from the Elite Paranormal Group, and they let me go. That's right? awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was awesome. And we went out to Saks Bridge, but not, I did walk across Saks Bridge because I didn't know the history of it, and I wanted to just see what it felt like. It didn't feel like the, the legends and the stories of it. It was nothing like what I later found out it was described as. That it's still beautiful and still such a huge part of this nation's history. We went the other way, opposite the bridge, into a field. And that was, to me, very interesting because I saw what looked like a group of trees. They weren't there. They weren't trees. Um, I Because they keep that clear cut. The uh-huh. battlefields are clear. Then, um, you know, you started... Or I started, and one of the men behind me started seeing something that was, like, popping up. I thought it was rabbits. And it was totally not rabbits. It was people. Um, Dead people, I guess. But they were the the spotters. Wow. Is how it was described to me. And they actually had a role. In the battlefield there, they would try to get near to, um, near to them, the opposition. And they could count them, see how many there were. They could take them out, whatever. But that was a real thing. And I don't normally see, right? Uh It has to be something that is really a lot of energy for me to see. And, I mean, what I thought was a stand of trees was a group of men. What I thought were rabbits were, again, people popping up, doing their job. And I was so excited. Oh, I bet. I mean, it was one of the best experiences but by the same token i got to meet so many people that i like and admire and had spoken to in the past and to actually get to sit down through the course of the weekend and have conversations with them was a gift oh yeah gettysburg the gettysburg battlefield bash is one of the best events run by some of the best people um i mean you just can't say enough about steve and pam berry they put everything into this the people that come i mean 
I go as press. I still pay a vendor fee because it's a fundraiser. And well, I am looking forward to going there with you this year. That is. It's going to be great. Yeah. So exciting. they have diners too. Just so you know, I've, we don't have diners here. So they call everything a diner. They have a friendlies, which is a diner. They have a Lincoln thing that is a diner and the inside of it looks like an Airstream trailer. I mean, there is, it's cool. This is a neat place. And what really got me this year was I was walking back up to the square, up to my car and the rolling thunder came through. It was all of the MIAPOW trucks flying their flags. It was all of the vehicles that participate with this organization. Wow. You know, everything goes to support the Pennsylvania Wounded Warriors. And it was fantastic. There are lectures through the course of the day. I'm only one of three or four media people that are there. Um, I love, that's how I got to know Ted Vanson. And I'm so lucky. Yeah, I'm and, and gonna be It's going to be thrilling again. And I, and I won the raffle. <laughs> I won the raffle my first year. So, you know, I they had some beautiful cornhole boards. And they had an SLS camera. And I, they said that I won. And I was like, did I win the cornhole boards? They said, no, you won the SLS camera. I said, oh. That's cool, too. <laughs> you know, speaking about the SLS camera, this was pretty darn interesting. And here we are getting off on another subject. Oh, please. But that's what we do. That That's what happens when we have coffee around the table, right? <laughs> it is. Um, speaking about the SLS camera, so one night um, I thought was so very interesting was we had an event at the jail. Lori was there, Lori Dorsey, who's in chat. Yeah. And she was running her SLS camera, and Vincent was there running our SLS camera, and they were in different spots filming at different angles. And do you know, both cameras caught the same exact thing so what do you make of that i think that that is a you know verification that well, those yes. cameras were were capturing the you can argue things. that one might be just an <clears throat> anomaly two you just can't argue that i'm no. sorry i i don't think there's any possible way to I mean if you're going to get a false positive on one and you've got another camera in a in a different angle and it's getting the same thing you know what I'm saying that is highly unlikely that you're yes. going to get this the exact same false positive you know and that was a pretty darn good investigation. Um, 
it opened up the the thought that the spirits do like music from their time period. If you can figure out who they are and what their music was like during their time period, we found during that investigation the the spirit who showed up was um, interactive with the music of her time period. And this so taking that instance in consideration, I had done another event during the summer where we used a hologram and played music from that spirit's time period. And the early stuff from his early years, he was enjoying captured on two SLS cameras. He was enjoying the, the music. Yeah. And when you get to experience verifications on stuff like that, it's, so exciting and so thrilling. Well, that's why we do it, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And so that that's something more that we've learned that we can verify. They do hear it and they do like it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fascinating, really. Well, it is because, you know, we're always trying to find ways that the are going to get their interaction. Yeah, and, and it's it's so much more it's so much more exciting when you know that because for whatever reason they're still in this realm at, at, without their bodies and you know they they've passed on but you're still able to give them a little bit of happiness isn't that just so awesome? I think it is. I mean I don't know what it's like when you die. I've never and, done it. Right. And we truly don't know until we get there, right? So right. whether and, or not they're there by choice or by circumstance or whatever it is, if it's not by choice, you know, just think about what your, you know, existence would be you know you know what I mean so to give a little joy is pretty fascinating well and who even knew for certain that they could feel that well you know I mean, we, we didn't know we we know now we, we know do now. know now and, and yeah that's really cool but you know you are probably the best person I know at analyzing because you do own a haunted facility you interact with the spirits there on a regular basis they interact with you yes they are constantly chatting i mean you have some chatty kathy's in there yes and yeah. yeah the funniest thing i think was we were doing uh gary's birthday party gary's a spirit doing his birthday party, which also happened to be his death day. He died on his birthday. And your husband, Vincent, and I were slicing and dicing and getting the vegetables ready. And I think that 
It was hilarious. Um, that was <laughs> so funny because he was not comfortable whatsoever. And he's with them talking it. through this portal, and I'm sitting there just. I'm talking to Vincent. I'm talking to the spirit. I'm talking to Vincent. I'm talking to the spirit. Whoever's asking me a question or talking, you know. And I looked over at Vincent and he was just like looking at me like I had lost my mind. Well, you know. I'm lucky he didn't run away. And they're talking sometimes still freaks him out. Like I'll I'll be running that portal. And I I do it because it it makes it so much easier for him to come through. And it's so funny because he'll. He'll come in the room and one of them will say, hey, Vincent. And he'll look at me and he's like, bye now. And he leaves the room. Yeah. He's like, this just freaks me out so much, you know. I so, think that's funny. But um, he did think I'd lost my mind. Well, I mean, he know, was kind of done. That is. And he. Like, if he does work in areas of the building and stuff and he's there by himself, he wears headphones and plays music because the the carrying on and the talking and stuff, it, it freaks him out. It does. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm good with it all. They can talk and carry on all they like, except when I lay down for sleep, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you also don't like them in your home, which yeah. is no. not the jail. That's correct. Um, I've had a couple followers and a couple of them did speak up here in my house. And I'm like, absolutely not. We are not talking here. You want to talk to me? You will talk at the jail. Go back to the jail you know I I absolutely and I have a spirit in this house and I will not engage in conversation absolutely not hey, you'll you'll stuff happens around here you'll hear it walk in the staircase and I, I just I won't conversate in my house with them <laughs> I will yeah. not I mean I have to have, since I'm around this so much, you have to have, even though I know somebody is here. A sanctuary. Yeah, I still have to feel like, right, I don't want that. I don't want the talking here. If if they come and they don't talk to me, uh, I'm okay with it. Just, I don't want the talking (coughs) here at the house. I mean... When we built the portal, when we first initially built the portal and we built, I got all the parts and and one of the parts had to come from Japan and they all came in and we built the portal here in the house. And I was like, I know we need to test it to make sure all my parts are, I got good parts, but I'm like, I really do not want to initiate that talking here in my house. And so Vincent's like, well, we'll wait till we go to the jail. I'm like, yeah, but if I have a bad part, I'm not going to know it till we get up there. So I'm like, let's just turn it on for a couple of minutes and make sure all the parts work. Do you know? <laughs> we turned that portal on in my house and it did absolutely nothing. And I thought, what is wrong with this thing? 
There was no even scan radio, no nothing, right? Right. And, and That's weird. I like, yes, I was like, okay, so is the amp bad? Is the decimator bad? What's going on with this? Um, you know, the portal I spent all this money, which part's bad? And and nothing, what nothing would have worked. So Vincent's like, just calm down. You don't want him talking to you here. Let we'll we'll take it to the jail and we'll test it. And do you know? We took it to the jail and voila. <laughs> 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 and I find that you know it's funny because for whatever reason they're really respectful about that and I'm I'm so happy, you know. Oh, and sure. And um, we have Sherry in the chat room, and she wants to know, are there any stories about aliens, Bigfoot, or elementals that we believe? And she said she has a hard time with the fairy thing, and do I think they exist? Well, I think we should answer that right after we get back from break. (laughs) I think so, too. And with that, we'll be back after this short break. You are listening to Ghost Talk Radio on WBHM-DB. You are listening to WBHM, digital broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experienced Radio. Broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. To the believer, the evidence is overwhelming. To the skeptic, there will never be enough. Hello everyone. Join Kevin and Jennifer Malik, the host of Paraversal Universe, every Friday here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Also heard on WCET-FM and The Rift. Log on or tune in as they check out the mysteries found within the eight categories of the unknown and unexplained, including ghosts and haunted places, aliens and UFOs, theology and mythology, cryptids and monsters, urban legends and folklore, conspiracies, metaphysics, and forbidden archaeology. Listen as Kevin and Jennifer interview the top minds in their respective fields as they share theories and information regarding these unsolved mysteries. For future show and archive information, one can find Paraversal Universe on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe under various Paraversal Universe headings. So, for excellent talk radio about the unknown and unexplained, Check out Paraversal Universe, where all paranormal perspectives apply. Brought to you by the Northern Wisconsin Paranormal Society, LTV, and produced by WBHMDB.com. Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is 45 minutes after the hour. Welcome back. You are listening to Ghost Talk Radio here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. 
and this is Kat. I am Shelly's guest, and I was bringing it back in for her because she was making sure there wasn't some emergency, and I'm hoping that's right. Right, Shell? And it is right, Ma. <laughs> you know what? When your parents call, you don't want to ignore, right? And so Truth. my dad calls, and my dad is a Pentecostal preacher, and he is inviting me to a Christmas play. <laughs> That's why he kept bringing my phone. He wants to invite. He is a main character in the Christmas play at church, and he wants me to come and check it out. So, so Too cool. no, yeah. So it's not um, um, anything serious. Thank goodness. <laughs> so, um, before the break, we were talking about. Uh, we had a question. And Sherry wanted to know, um, is there anything that we believe in, like such as aliens, Bigfoot, elementals? And she says she has a hard time with the fairy thing. And do we think they exist? Which is so very interesting. What a question. Because um, what is your take on fairies, Kat? What do you think? I have a difficult time with fairies. But I, I, I'm going to admit to feeling hypocritical when I say uh-huh. that, because I, und- I believe and have talked with people who have experienced paranormal activity, UFO abductions, UFO sightings, dogmen experiencers, Bigfoot hunters who are not hunting the Bigfoot themselves. They are hunting for trace evidence of them and have found that. Um, I have experienced an elemental. I, I feel like the biggest schmuck on the planet when I say I have a hard time with fairies. I, I do think that they exist because there is such a history of them. They go into Ireland in the, you know, the 1400s. There's documented experiences with them. And I, I don't think everybody was drunk. And, so. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh in on that. Um, I i'm not i'm gonna say anything is possible because it it really is but i have a hard time with the fairies too what about Um, elementals i have a hard time with elementals um what about cryptids although sometimes i do feel like i my former life i was a garden gnome (laughs) i'm just joking i mean because i am really good at growing stuff you know you are good at growing stuff it's ridiculous so, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Um, so I have a hard time. And I think it's because I haven't experienced it. It's just like when people say they don't believe in ghosts because they haven't experienced it. So, I mean, you know, your elementals are, are found in nature and your fairies are found in nature. And... I'm just not in that situation enough, you know, like camping or tromping through the woods, all that hardly ever to be able to have 
the experience, maybe. So I'm not in that situation enough to to know if it's real or not real, but I, I, I do have a really hard time with it. Cryptids is, is a whole other thing, too. I have had no type of experiences, so it's... I can't say they don't exist. That would be so close-minded. I'm just going to say I have a hard time with it because I, 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 even Bigfoot, I have a hard time with it because I have no kind of anything to reference, to prove, you know, to no experiences, no sightings, no trace evidence of any kind. So that's, it's hard for me. All of it. Well, that's understandable because I don't have a lot of experience with things of that nature either. Yeah. I think so, that I think that probably I know people who are sane in every other aspect of their lives. They're they're outstanding researchers their attention to detail is astounding and they have told me their experiences in -hmm. fact the people that i'm doing that round table with on the 15th some of them delve in these things i am i do believe the ufo experiences and that is because i have seen them I have not had an alien encounter, to my knowledge, that I have any recall on. I, I do know that well, I have seen things. I, I saw something come out of a cloud. I absolutely agree with that, yes. But I was um, also at an event where a Bigfoot person was talking about how his life was changed. He wouldn't even come out and tell people that he had seen a Bigfoot. For two years, because he was afraid people would think he was crazy. I asked his input on um, Dogmen. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, they are just BS. And I said, um, really? So, that's because you have disproven them? Or you're just whatever? I didn't appreciate that. I felt that expecting someone to believe that you have had an experience when you are going to belittle other people who have experienced something else that you have not yet and then calling them out as being a bunch of BS is wrong. It is wrong. And that's why I'm like, anything is possible. I just have had no experiences to, to reference. So... Um, that's why I have a hard time with it personally, but do I think people are crazy? No, (laughs) no, I don't. Um, it's just, you know, I would like to think that there's little fairies tending all of nature. That would be pretty awesome. That's why all your plants do so well. (laughs) I don't have any fairies to help me with mine. It must be, and and I wish one of them would just show themselves just once. (laughs) 
yeah. Be careful what you ask for. I actually had a man who thoroughly believed that he had saved the Queen of the Fairies because there was something eating them at one of our local parks. And he and his friends went because they were magical people and slayed whatever the black thing was. And that their reward for doing so was being able to actually glimpse the Queen of the Fairies. He was serious. And I couldn't disprove him, but But he was a little scary, which leads me into that. um, She says, how about witches? And I do believe that people who train and study and who actively seek to cause harm can. I also think that people who actively seek educate themselves to do no harm can too i have interviewed um a woman named dorothy who was like the the lead witch in north america and she educated me i did not know anything about that practice other than bewitched so when i had the chance to talk to dorothy morrison I learned a whole lot and I spoke with someone else at a later point who was talking about hexing and such and I said yeah but you know the rule of three applies if you are using bad intent and you cast something out it will come back to you times three and that individual said well sometimes it's worth it see and that's you know I I think that's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible. Well, it Um, is terrible. And, you know, I live by do no harm. And to have somebody actually say, well, a little harm might be worth that. No, that is absolutely not the mindset I want to associate myself with. You get back. You get coming to you what you send out. If you have nothing but positive and, and and all of that going out that's what you attract you know so why would you want to do harm and cause bad stuff to happen for your life you know well the the good thing is that people who um choose to walk on the dark side as it were are always surprised by the ferocity that someone who is protecting can bring. And sometimes you have to let, how the best way to phrase this, I know we're almost out of time, but you have to let yourself deal in a way that is recognized. Powerful, but using good. Well, and I think if in that circumstance, you you have your mind and your will and if it's strong and if you, I think that sometimes people wishing you ill and all of that, I think it can just bounce right off. I I do believe that. I I I do do believe it. Sherry says, yep, good karma. Otherwise, you know, I'm sure not everyone loves me, so... (laughs) I, I just think that your intent and your positivity and, and some of these 
ill wishers or whatever they wish bad for you, I think can just bounce right off. That's, that's how I feel. You know, we have, I have found that someone that I thought would never be two faced was my friend was someone that appreciated the publicity and support was talking negatively about me. Yeah. And I do believe that that's one of those circumstances that the reality comes back. That's putting out negativity um, about someone who has only tried to do positive for you. And that, I think, is dangerous. Yeah, and you're not going to get anything good, you know, coming of it. So even if even if somebody's wronged you, you have to just deal with it then and let it go. And let it go. Yeah. Right. You just. And and dealing with paranormal, I think intent is everything, too, because, you know, you you find people that are always getting pushed and scratched and 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 knocked down in in all of this and you know it's intent i have never encountered evil ever like the only like time i demon, have was like when people it was in humans it wasn't in the spiritual realm it's been in humans yeah i have never encountered a demon and but my intent is not to my intent is not to provoke anyone either you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean and you're absolutely right I mean intent is everything and that's why when people are living in negativity then you know and negative things happen Yes, you're like a magnet for it. You really yes. are. And there is dark in this world and it does have a you know, it will draw to negative people. Yeah. And you know, you you have to live your life in the best way that you can. You know, I always close my shows with, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Be the friend that you would want to have. And I really believe that, and I really strive for that. I fail sometimes, but you got to have a goal. Oh, sure, sure. And I think those are pretty good ones. And so I just want to, we're, we're getting close. We're, we're actually going over time again. So <laughs> I'm going to let everyone know that if you are local and you're listening, we are going to be. 187PI is going to be in the 
Merry and Bright Christmas Parade, Sunday, 5.30 in Paulding, Ohio. And I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be so much fun. You are so excited about that. I think that's awesome. I am. I am. That is going to be a lot of fun. And um, we are working on getting a new schedule up and around and working hard on that. So as soon as we have that up, we'll post it out there. New schedule for private private, uh, booking dates available at the jail, as well as public ghost hunts, escape games. Um, We will be running more mystical nights at the jail this uh, first part of the year. And we have got a mystical um, fair uh, in the works for summertime. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So more details will be coming on that as, as we get the planning going. Um, In your air conditioned and heated jail. Oh, I know. I am. I am so, so excited. <laughs> I am too. I. You just have no idea. It's night and day difference now that we have heat up in there this time of year. <laughs> well, no doubt. And I, I have to give kudos to you because you just went and did it, and it's going to make it such a great experience. Yes. Because you know. I don't mind rubbing a little sweat. I can't stand to be cold. And, you know, you, know, you fixed both of those. Well, it's like everything I'm, I am throwing my everything into my work there and that building. So, and I'm, I'm doing it all by hand, by scratch. There is no bank loans, no, none of that. You know, it's, it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> it is a lot of hard work, but you know, I'm really proud of you because that is, that's just wonderful. It is, in my opinion, out of the five that I'm aware of trying to wear the title of Paranormal Research Center, it is, but now you've made it so that people can enjoy it year round. And yes. that takes a lot. I mean, the others are working towards that goal, too. Yes. But I just think it's amazing. And I and, appreciate all of y'all that are doing these things. And I'll tell you, and it can get a little disheart. I mean, like, um, what do you want to say? Um, disheartening or, or like, yeah. oh, am I ever going to get to this? goal because that was the big one the the heating and mm-hmm. cooling was it was was a huge one um it's like am I ever going to get to that point <laughs> you know I mean yeah I could if I wanted to go out and get loans but that's that's not how I want to do it you don't want to put yourself in a huge debt you know well and you know but but you are definitely one of the most patient people on some things yes and you have been with this and you have been i mean you were very assertive with getting it handled and i think that that's just one of the biggest steps that needed to be taken in your facility and you've done it 
And as Lori said, it's paying off. It is. And people know that you are there and that you're serious. And this is not something. Yeah. That that heating and cooling system costs more than the building. Yes. (laughs) It costs you more than the building. So, yeah. Then you did it. And, you know, I want to also uh, let everyone know that the our fabulous network before we close and, and we've went over again, but um, <laughs> you've well, got Well, we didn't to, talk enough today, so, you know, it's I, all good. I know, I know. We have got some great shows on our network. And Sunday nights is the Fate Magazine radio show and host, obviously, my partner here on on the show tonight, Kat Hobson. And she's got some fascinating guests and topics. And you definitely will want to tune into that 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. And Monday nights we have um, Paranormal Pride with host Denise Pridemore. And she has... Some great show topics and some great guests on there, too. Again, 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. And Wednesday, it's the station signature show, which is Paranormal Experience with host Cap Hobson. 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. So what you just need to know is four days a week at 8 p.m., you have a radio show date, folks. <laughs> well, and Fridays have been the Maliks, and they start at 4, um, 5, five Eastern, 4 Central. Right. And they have not been in for the last couple of weeks, but they will be coming back. And we are waiting patiently. So, and that is Paraversal Universe, which is um, a little ahead of your show. Yes, and um, so tune in, everybody, and I want to thank you all, all my listening friends out there tonight, for taking time out of your busy schedules, and I know things start getting really crazy this time of year with the holidays, and everybody has a lot more things that they need to do, and so thank you all for taking time out to listen to this broadcast tonight. And I hope you have a fantastic evening and a wonderful weekend. Good night, everyone. Good night. Warning, the following message does not necessarily reflect the views of WBHMDB or its hosts, guests, listeners, or of any functioning adult in general. In fact, Frank should probably seek professional help. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there. Frank Lee here. I thought that I would spend a few moments telling you about the positivity from the network here. Uh, The overall message of para-unity and happiness and how everyone here wants to get along with everyone out there and how everything is just wonderful. Wait, Cat's not looking. <laughs> okay, I've got something to really tell you. Okay, 
so I'm willing to tell you what's really going on. Honestly, all that being nice and positive crap was kind of hurting my soul, as dark as it is. So, what's really happening? You see it all the time. Everybody and their brother out there has a paranormal team because they watch a couple of episodes of Ghost Hunters or some crap like that. So they go and they spend half their mortgage payment on tools and things that light up that they don't understand. And then the next logical step after buying matching black t-shirts and posing like 90s rappers for their Facebook page is to of course have their own podcast. Well, you know what? You're not gonna find that crap here. What we have here at WBHM Digital Broadcasting is the best host, the best guest, bringing you real information. All of the hosts here on this network know their stuff. They are the people who have been out there doing the work, doing actual research. And no, by research, I don't mean binge-watching some kind of cheesy TV show on Netflix. I mean reading books. I mean out in the field doing the lay work. And who are they interviewing on their shows? They're bringing you the people they have learned from. They're bringing you the best in the field, covering all kinds of topics from UFOs and aliens to Bigfoot to cryptozoology to ghosts to anything you can think of a bit strange and unexplained. It is here, and you're going to get the best information here. So stay tuned to WPHM Digital Broadcasting. Don't go anywhere. Speaking of going somewhere, I've got to go before my mic gets cut. We'll see you there on WBHM DB. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.